Welcome back to the Nitty Gritty. We're your hosts. My name is Alicia. I'm Ashni. This past Sunday was a nice afternoon race for us in Saudi Arabia. Quite a few things just happened in the past week. A lot of things after the race. There was a lot of a mix-up on the grid with Charles and Max being in the back. So that was interesting. Yeah, definitely some interesting spacing, but also still an interesting race. So why don't we just get into the weekend? So FP1 on Friday. Before we even get on the track, I have a few things to say about what was happening in the paddock. First of all, Lance was using one of those, like, they said it was, like, dry ice. I don't know if that's true. Some sort of, like, fan to cool his hand that oh was injured. God. I was like, bro, what are you doing? This is so dangerous and they pulled out they were like resetting Lance's entire car and they pulled out his seat out of the Aston Martin and the back is literally gold plated oh. to like to avoid heat like it helps like not like it doesn't heat up which is like I feel like the other teams don't do that it's just because they're bougie and <laughs> they have they, gold on the back they got Lance they got Lance's money <laughs> you must Angela oh my goodness I okay so you know more about this than I do, but I've been seeing on Instagram a lot of videos that are, like, very, you know, conflicting. You know how edits are where they're like, here's what Toto had to say about Angela. And it'd be like, Lewis wants to focus on the car this year. I'm like, this addresses nothing about what she said it was going to address. And, like, I saw her post being like, she wants to you know, go on a new chapter of her life and whatever. Mm-hmm. But what do you... Okay, so I was just like, oh, it's fine, like... She's parting away. She's been with him for seven years. Like, it's fine. Like, things happen. People change. But there's all this, like, Toto in an interview, and it was, like, basically implying that it's Lewis's decision. Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, I don't know if this is being, like, warped in the media to, like, fit people's narrative, but, like, what is happening? I don't know. Uh, Apparently, he was something about, like, oh, if he thinks, like, he needs to change the team to, like, so he can win, like. Oh. And I was like, Angela's been, I don't know. I don't know if any of this is true. I'm going to take it with a grain of salt because I feel like F1 media is always crazy and always blows things out of proportion. Yeah, because, like, what is... I don't know. If you want to change up the team, is Angela the place you want to start with to do that question mark? I don't know. There's already enough changes to Mercedes. We don't need more. Yeah. Overall, back to free practice. With the results being, like, Max in first, Checo, then Alonso, then Lance in fourth. Um, and then George, then Lewis, then Carlos, where's Charles? Who knows? I love that for Lance. I'm loving this Aston Martin, like, do- not domination, but you know what I mean. I'm loving the green. One thing I'd have to say about Free Practice 1 is, this is the one that I actually really watched, and I was listening to the commentary, and they just kept talking about mixed crashes in Saudi last year. Like, he's not even a driver anymore. Get over it. Like, he's living in your head rent-free. They were even talking about the 2021 crash. I'm like, do you have nothing better to say about this track than all the times mixed crashed here? That's disappointing. It's literally like that Drive to Survive episode, where it's just the mixed crash compilation. Like, why are we still... Like, father, like, son. Like, get over it. Please. We know you're still a fan. Fan behavior. Fan behavior. During pre-practice one, it was also, we were informed that Ferrari replaced both their power units Mm. in both cars as like a precaution. I don't know why they did that, but. Whatever that means. (laughs) Pre-practice two. Honestly, I have nothing to say about pre-practice two and three. It's the same thing for both of them. I mean, Esteban had fourth fastest lap, and I was like, slay Alpine. Love that for you, Esteban. And then Max was saying he was having some issues with like the car with like poor downshift. Um, and so was, like, Charles having issues? That's why he had retired to the pit, question mark? I don't know. I didn't really watch this entire thing. I also didn't get to watch free practice, guys. So whatever the news we're, says. We're busy gals. Yeah. We've got a busy schedule. And then free practice, the ended with Carlos in 10th and Charles in 6th. And I was like, 
Okay. It's also crazy that the Haases are always in front of Ferrari in the free practice. Thank God they're not in the races because the day that a Haas is in front of Ferrari in a race, I think I'm going to have to stop watching Formula One. That's the day Gene will make an appearance, not just over the phone. <laughs> and then Quali. Quali was kind of crazy, I'm not going to lie. In Q1, um, oh. the Williams went out first, both of them, to set their laps without traffic. And Logan had such a fast time. But it got deleted because he oh. went off at turn 27. Oh. And if it hadn't gotten deleted, he would have been like P2 or P3 in Q1. Uh, well, let's hope and see for next quality. It's actually crazy. He spun out so he couldn't set a better time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he would have been P2 or P3. That's crazy. Lando had hit the wall inside that final corner. So he only got sent to the pits. Oscar did make it to Q2, though. Lando didn't, but Oscar did. And that must feel not great for Lando. But then again, at the end, the entire race as a whole probably didn't feel great for McLaren. But we'll get into that later. <laughs> uh, um, Q2. Mm. I'm sorry. This is the Bahrain curse taking course. Like, it's starting. She's real. She's, She's real. She's starting. Max losing power and not being able to do any more laps in Q2 and being P15. Mm. That was crazy. Apparently, there was drive shaft mechanical failure. Mm. The Red Bull Twitter tweeted it, and it was like, drive shaft mechanical failure confirmed for car one. So we know why that happened. Thank you for the updates, though. <laughs> Honestly, both Astons, both Alpines, both Mercedes, and both Ferraris made it into Q1. I used to pray for times like these. Like, thank God. Finally. And Q3. Yeah. Checo, Charles, and Alonso top three. What a great I love top to see three. that. I love to see that. Um, Charles did have P2, but mm. he had that penalty for changing his power unit. Yeah. So he went down to P12, so Alonso actually had P2. So the front row was literally Checo and Alonso, which is, like, so crazy. You would never expect that last year. We love to see it. And we go more into that later as well. Like, it's a very interesting mix-up that we're seeing this season and, like, on the grid. So now that we go into the race, might I just say, Alonso had a beautiful lead at the beginning oh of the gosh. race. Absolutely Beautiful, sunning. Chef's kiss. The gasp I gusped. Like, I'm not joking. I was, the gasp I gusped. Mac and I were sitting there watching it, and she literally went, no way. The gasp I gusped. What a line. Coined here. Oh, my goodness. Um, But early on, Alonzo was given a five-second penalty for incorrect starting position, being a little bit to the left, yeah. which is, like, similar to what happened to Ocon last race. Yeah. And... Well, we'll get more into how that penalty was served a little later, but also very early on in the beginning, Alpine, not Alpine, Oscar got into a crash with Alpine and already had to pit for a new front wing at the very beginning of the race. Literally lap two, he was in the pit. Yeah. And Lando Lando pitted really early in the race too. Yeah. And this is just the downfall of McLaren and I'm kind of happy to see it. Like, am I mad? I won't say that I I'm am. I'm such a hater. I'm sorry. I'm such a hater. And that's okay. And at this point of the race, like, both greens are, like, slaying. Yeah. And I thought we'd get a double green podium for um, my crack's birthday on Saturday. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, both McLarens were at the bottom, like, Lando being the lowest, and then Oscar at 19th. And I was like, things are looking pretty good for right now. Lance overtook to P3 mm -hmm. in lap one. Wish that lasted longer. And also, Charles was up three places in lap one. Up to right. P9. Like, that's actually crazy that he did that. Back to McLaren. It mm -hmm. kind of sucks that for them that they went so early because it was supposed to be a one-stop race. Right. And they already stopped, like, approximately, like, 
two laps into, into the, the race. race. Yeah, which is kind of crazy to see. Like, it's li- we just started. And then in lap four, Checo had taken the lead from Alonso, and he got his five-second te- penalty. We know that. In lap five, Max is in 11th, George is in third, and Lance was in fourth, and Alonso in second. And I, like, I kind of loved, like, that order. Like, I loved that. And also, Yuki was in 14th at that time, and I thought this was, like, just a good slay for Yuki. Because even in the entire race, he had moved up eight positions. He moved up from 16th to 8th. And I was like, Yuki, we love to see Honestly, it. Honestly, yeah, I love to see it. I actually expected, like, Nick to perform a lot better than he is. Is that T, like, kind of? But, you know, it's only the second race. Yeah. He always has time to improve. But out of all the rookies, I feel like he's not the one who's really dominating like I thought he would. Like, Logan and Oscar are definitely yeah. doing a lot better than he is, surprisingly. I think just given, like, the car and, like, him being in this car for, like, the first time, I'm going to give him that. Yeah. I'm I'm hoping for success for you, Nick DeVries. I guess he's used to a Mercedes car. Yeah, not this is different. Rebel. You know, we're going down. Um, Them being, like, plan A, Aston being, like, plan A to Alonzo, they're taking notes from Ferrari, and I hope they're not. Please don't take any notes from Ferrari. They are not who you should be looking at. See, in lap six, Lewis was between both Alpines with, like, Esteban ahead of him and then Gazi behind him. And I was like, I wonder, here's some tea. Like, I wonder what it's like to be, like, driving next to drivers you don't usually see, like, on the road. I'm sure Lewis isn't used to seeing Alpines driving, you know, ahead and behind him. It's not his usual demographic of people he sees on the grid, so I just thought that was interesting. I think maybe he's used to it after last year. And something else I found was interesting, that was in lap 12, we did see competition between Lewis and Max, and also a bit of hot tea, like it's been a while since we've seen some competition between Lewis and Max, but what was funny is that like Lewis was in 8th and Max was in ninth, and they were like competing, which is not for the positions that they usually compete for, and I was like, how interesting is it to see the two of them like this far back in the grid, still fighting with each other, but like not for like P1 or P2. Also, it wasn't even fighting. I'm sorry. Max overtook him so easily. The commentators literally said, this is like F1 versus F2. That's what he said about taking over George. Yeah. And I'm like, that was kind of embarrassing because it does look like that. That's actually so, I can't believe he said that, but it's like actually kind of true. In lap 14, Carlos was in fifth and Lance was in fourth. Okay. And then here's like, this was like the weird, like Ferrari strategy question mark that I wasn't sure of because they told Carlos to box. So then Lance went to box, and then Carlos didn't end up boxing, and then two laps later, Carlos did box, but then it kind of worked because, like, Lance was in what? Lance was in... Like, literally, he was, like, P10 or 11. Yeah, it was like, P11, was so yeah. Down. And then, because originally Lance was ahead of him, so then Lance was in P11, and then two laps later, Carlos went to go box, and he was still ahead of Lance because Carlos was in, like, P9. And I was like, Ferrari strategy slay, question mark? Like, I don't I know. I don't understand what either of them were doing, because... Why are you pitting that early? Yeah. It's like lap 14. They weren't even, I don't even think they were on softs. Even if you are on softs, I think the predicted like window for softs was literally like over 20 laps. Lap 13, Charles was still the only one on softs at that time. Everyone else on the grid was not on softs. Charles was the only one on softs. And I was like, hmm. But like, it was just so weird because like even the commenters are like, oh, I think they're doing like a whatever Lance does, you don't do type thing. And they try to like trick him to go into the pits so that Carlos trick could like, him? Oh could, like remain Classic outside. And I'm, like, tricking. and I'm like, what is this? I was so confused. Honestly, I, I kind of think Charles might have had a little bit of an advantage being on softs early on because Lewis was on hards and he was like, the grip sucks on this tire. Mm. And which is weird because later everyone's pitted to hearts after right. Lewis literally said that. So I'm like, okay, maybe hearts aren't that bad. Like, what's going on? It's so unclear to me. 
um, Lance. Oh my god. It was the way I remember like predicting. I have a little video of me making my predictions and it was gonna be like it was gonna be Checo and then Alonzo and then Lance with like his little P3 moment. Cause I was like, Green Domination's gonna be so good. And then this literally happened. Lance, okay, stopped the car. And I was confused because nothing looked wrong. He looked confused. Yeah. And they were like, Lance, stop the car, stop the car. And the engineer was like so like panicked and I was like, what's happening? And I saw them like spraying it like mm. it was on fire and I was like okay what's happening um because i'm like did i manifest this fear from last episode when we were talking about this i hope not but aston martin confirmed in a tweet that it was a reduction in energy recovery mm. so i think it has to be the power unit so maybe you'll have to take a new one next race but what i don't understand is why was it a full safety car see yeah because it was i remember being like oh yellow flag and being like oh safety car and then i was like Hmm, question mark. The car was so far off the track. It was he, literally in the gravel, was it not? Like, he was he, this He way. literally had went through the gates and everything. The marshals were helping him. And I was like, why are we doing a safety car? It could have been a virtual safety car. We don't need the full safety car. And that really came to bite Ferrari in the ass. What race was it that we were... Oh, it was with Yuki and Max and the whole thing of, like, Yuki getting the oh. accident advice for the safety car so Max can go and pit. Do you think it's something like that? Question Do I have a conspiracy theory? Like, not really. I don't think Aston is that, like... Yeah. They're not really owned by Red Bull, like yeah. AlphaTauri is, even if they do are kind of backed by Red Bull, but they're also backed by like Mercedes provides their parts. Yeah. So I don't see why they would have a reason to like favor one. Honestly, I think it was just the FIA being stupid as usual. We see this a lot in this race. But it was actually so annoying because Charles had just pitted like two laps for a safety car. And then the safety car came out and everyone was pitting. Like the pit yeah. lane was so busy that they were actually concerned that like people who pit first would have trouble being released. So it's mm. actually better to pit after. Mm. Like, it was so crazy. I was like, what is going on? This is so random. Yes. But since Lance was done, like, off the track, because he, yeah. he had DNF, he had to do his interview, like, you do them whenever you're done, right? He was doing his interview. Lance can speak Italian. Lance was speaking full Italian in this interview. Oh, my God. I want to hear that so bad. I was like... <laughs> How? Like, first of all, you're not even, like, a European man. I'm like, is he Canadian? Canada, yeah. But apparently he lives in Italy. Like, how Pierre lives in Milan. Oh. So. Oh, okay. okay. I'm just like, this is crazy. Oh, my God. He was speaking Italian. His accent was, was very strong. <laughs> no, like, he had a very Canadian accent oh, okay. while speaking Italian. But I was like, he first of all, a. the fact that he understood and responded, I was like, this is crazy. Also, off topic, I love Lance's helmet. Mm -hmm. with the with the Aston wings on each side it's so nice uh, anyways that's my little Lance rant another another reason to love Lance oh my god Lance rant new segment coming soon <laughs> the Lance segment in every episode honestly I would love that it's the Lance rant where Ash goes off about Lance oh I oh. love that man you know I almost bought his overalls on an auction because I was like <gasps> they're only like actually 60 bucks but the shipping is so expensive only 60 how much is the shipping where's the shipping, the shipping from it's shipping from Europe Oh, so it's like really actually nice. $150. But I was like, it comes framed. Oh, but that's, that's kind of a slate. I, know, but I don't like... want to spend $150 on that. I'm a student right now and I can't afford that. Lance, if you can send it to us without shipping, that would be really good. I also don't like the whole worn aspect. Mm. I get that it's framed so you can't smell it. But I don't love the whole, like, it's worn by him at a certain Grand Prix and he signs it. Uh, would you ever consider taking it out of the frame to no. give it a smell and then putting no. it back in the frame? No. Bar? That is actually vile. Like, I would not do that. What do you think it smells like? Sweat. 
Motor oil, disgusting. <laughs> and I mean that respectfully. You guys are sweating so much in that car. I'm not saying Lance is gross. I'm just saying I don't want to smell that. It's natural to sweat. It's okay. Okay, okay. That's the end of the Lance That's the end of the Lance um, We went a little, yeah. But back to the pitting. Um, so when they all pit during that safety card, that's when Alonzo was taking his five-second penalty to serve for, you know, being a little left on his mm-hmm. in the box. And the whole thing with that was, the whole thing was is that he did not serve his penalty correctly, apparently, because yeah, jack. Yeah, yeah, the jack was touching, um, the rear jack was touching the car prior to the five seconds having been finished, mm-hmm. and that's why he was given a ten second penalty on top of that. Because like the whole thing was is that if you're touching the car, that just means that you're working mm-hmm. on the car, and like you can see in the clip, like the rear jack is there, and yeah. they're like, oh, he's touching it before the five seconds was up. So then that's why the whole thing at the end of the race, they were like, whoa. Alonzo's 100th podium like whoa Alonzo P3 and then I remember going my Instagram and reposting that and seeing it getting removed from my Instagram because they were like oh JK um 10 second penalty moves him down George gets up to third now then deleted post for 100 podium deleted post for you know P3 and we'll we'll get into the results a little later well Another thing about him pitting under safety car is there was a lot of controversy about that, about if you should allow it to be do that. Because mm. you're all the cars are moving slower. So the five seconds really don't count as much as they would during an actual race. Right. So the argument is, like, should people be allowed to pit under, I mean, not pit, serve their penalty under safety Sick. car? And if they do, should it be extra? Or should it be, like, mm. not allowed? Like, what is the situation here? Because... It is kind of unfair, yeah. but at the same time, like, is it just, like, luck and that's just smart strategy to just wait for a safety car? Like, what is the situation here? Because there's a lot of things that can benefit you when you're driving that just happen out of luck, like pitting under a safety car. Is this just one of those things or should it be something that's regulated? What do you think? I don't know. I, I kind of get where they're coming from, why it's, like, unfair, but at the same time, it's kind of just, like, luck. Yeah. Like, for example, like, Charles is unlucky with be pitting for a safety car and all these people who got to pit under safety car were lucky. And no one's going to argue that, oh, Charles should be allowed to pit now. Yeah. He shouldn't have pitted earlier. It's kind of the same argument. So I don't know. It was, it was, Jack Duhan was talking about this in the post-race show. I was like, okay, go off. I can't wait for Daniel Ricciardo to have to host a post-race show. I think he has uh, to as a reserve. But I love Daniel. I mean, once again, he's the PR move, so he probably will. Okay, Alex? Oh, Alex's brake failure. I was so scared because he was like, he was like, oh, like brake failure, brake failure. And he was so panicked. I was this actually terrifying. But the weird thing is Alex was by the pits. He drove by the pits while he was having brake failure. And I was like, why didn't you just go into the pits? So he drove by the pit and now his brakes are failing mm. and he has to slowly drive I lap around this entire track while his brakes are failing to go back to the pits. I was so confused why that happened. But okay. Another thing is Alex mentioned in a podcast that he's lost like four kilograms recently because he had tonsillitis (gasps) and his winter training like all went down the drain. Oh, no. And he said this is the lightest he's ever been. Oh. And I was like, can he just please be healthy for once? Like, I am so scared for his well-being. Like, are you okay? Like, you're appendicitis. Now you have tonsillitis. Like, are you okay? All the itises. Oh, he has all the itises. Damn. Also, again, he was interviewed right after his DNF. Right. And he was like, there's a lot of positives from this weekend. And the interview was like, what are the positives? And Alex was like, um, I don't know. 
<laughs> Honestly, he's just on autopilot. He doesn't know what's going on either. He was like, I'm just here, y'all. Ferrari tea. Oh my goodness with gracious. Charles and Carlos like, like fighting each other. Did you see what they had posted on Instagram where it was like, it was like, I think it was like a video of the two of them and the, the caption was like, oh, like thoughts after like this race or like this race weekend. And everyone in the comments was like, good work, you guys. Like, keep it up. It's like, woo. And I was like, hmm. They knew that. They knew they had to put both of them together in a post. To help settle things down. Yeah, because Charles wanted it in front of Carlos. <sighs> and that was the T. He wanted team orders to switch, but they wouldn't. So at one point, I think it was in the last three laps, Car- Charles was just like, I'll stop pushing. I was like, this is kind of T. He did not look happy in his post-race interview. <laughs> but that's just the Leclerc pain. That's I, just what it's like to be a Ferrari fan. That's just what it's like to be a Leclerc, to be honest. I don't watch F2, but I heard about what happened with Arthur. Mm, and happened? he was like leading the race. And I think they messed up like the pit stop or something. Why is this? It's, it's a curse. It's a curse. It's, Leclerc it's the Leclerc curse. Leclerc? Oh my goodness. But Max was complaining about the car. So was, yeah, so he was, was. Checo. Yeah. Honestly, Valtteri was complaining about his car too. Like everyone was having issues with their cars. See, Toto was right. Checo's complaining the car sucks. He has it printed out. <laughs> yeah, it's right here. You see? Yeah, but, no, but Max was complaining about the car. He was complaining with a drive shaft, yeah. which they changed after qualifying. The engineers were like, it's fine. Like, we're happy with it. And Max was like, it's, I'm like, I'm not happy with it. Like, it's, I still hear it. And at one point they were like, oh, how's the update with like that part? And he's, he's like, like, it's still, it's still here. It like, it's still happening. I thought that was so funny. I remember hearing Sassy. that. And they're like, any new tea? And he's like, no, still the same. <laughs> and I remember the commentators were like, maybe it's like the wind from like the speed and like over his helmet. He was saying that when he was going fast, the pitch of it was going higher. Mm. So I don't know why that would happen with the wind. Yeah. But okay. Okay. The fact that both Mercedes were faster than both Ferraris. That says something nowadays. <laughs> See, it's a good that. good day for you, terrible day for me. I can I can't believe that's happening. The Ferraris have not had a podium yet. It's for me, it's kind of just like it's less pain now, but more just kind of like it's because I don't necessarily step my standards and very high anymore mm-hmm. when watching the race for Ferrari. I'm not gonna be upset if there's no podium, but if they do get a podium, gee, golly gee, am I gonna be happy? See, I have hope because I've been hearing about all the changes they're making and how Fred's really taking this seriously. And Charles has literally been having meetings with the president of like oh. Ferrari in Marnello or whatever. He it's was called. like, listen here. <laughs> I know, I know. This man is so done. But apparently they fired a lot of people oh. like recently and they're oh. trying to like changes are being made at Ferrari. Oh my goodness, where's the job posting that? <laughs> yeah, are you an engineer? Yeah, let's go. Let's go build this car and make it even worse. <laughs> I don't even drive. I don't know. How. I can't even drive. <laughs> I don't know how cars function. Uh, in the last three laps, Yuki missed out on his point mm. because Kevin overtook him. His radio, when that happened, I <sighs> think he was saying the F word, but it literally sounded like he was barking. He literally was like, and I was like, what is happening? Like, I understand the frustration, but I thought that was a dog. (laughs) And the only thing I have to say about the last lap is that McLaren-Logan battle was so random. Like, the back of the grid. I was like, what are you battling for? (laughs) What are we battling for? P17? (laughs) I'm confused. But good for you. Do what you got to do to make yourself feel good. You know, it's still a competition (sighs) down there. Down under. 
Is that an Australian thing? Yeah, it down is. under. Yeah, yeah, Oscar. Down, down under. under. Down under, as in the back of the grid. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's pretty much all I have personally for the race. Yeah, in terms of the results. Yeah, that's where like my whole thing is is like there has to be some type of I don't know. I don't understand how you can go like back and forth between decisions. The ten second penalty whole thing has been raised like you're doing research into that to see if you know he served it correct or not like how much do you have to be like switching back and forth to be like oh wait jk guys jk yeah there, there was confusion of if alonzo had his p3 and apparently mike crack spent like three hours after the race talking to the fia and he pulled up receipts of seven other times that other teams have the jack on the back of the car while serving the penalty. That's what I had read, yeah. And the other thing he found is that the rule is it's a if a penalty is to be given, the team has to be informed within 30 minutes mm-hmm. of that like of it happening. Mm-hmm. And this was way more than 30 minutes. Right. So that was that was the argument that you can't make him serve this penalty or add this to his time. Because you didn't tell us. 30 minutes. Like, if we had known we had this penalty, we would have told him to push. We would have we would have served it or something like that. They didn't tell him, so it's not fair. Mm. Especially, like, within the 30 minutes. And now that's over 30 minutes, like, he shouldn't have to serve it. Right. Which is kind of like, could that have happened with Esteban last week? Right. He had so many penalties. That's They just kept handing them out to him. Homie could not catch a break. And it's kind of just like, okay, what now? <laughs> What the, the whole George situation because of this promotion to P3. This is so goofy to me. It's so funny because George got the trophy from Alonzo because he was informed during his interview that, oh, you're promoted to P3 because of this penalty. Alonzo gave him the tro- trophy. Three hours later, George has to return the trophy because he actually doesn't have P3. And it's, it's what you were saying. The FI, why can't they just make decisions? Right. Like, they're so messy. That's my thing. I'm like, I understand that it's like, a pro like an appealing I don't know appealing's the right word but like it's a process and obviously like a conversation because you're going over it but like I feel like you might as well spend the extra time like finalizing a decision than rushing to put out a statement that you then have to retract after and put something back out again and what I thought was funny is that this morning Mercedes had reposted that picture of George holding the um the, the trophy. trophy and then they just like crossed it out with like P4 written on either and the caption was like don't worry guys the picture's still usable and I'm like the admin for that account is hilarious i love them what's even more funny is this morning alonzo responded to george's tweet of him being like p3 guys blah 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 and he put he responded to the p3 tweet of george with the photo of alonzo's like taken from 0.5 lens from above his oh yeah and it was just him saying hola and it had the (laughs) arrow with the back emoji like as in like implying to return the trophy i was like whoever runs alonzo's social media alonzo's tiktok is so funny his tiktok is so funny and i don't understand how and i don't know who made a tiktok for him but i'm so grateful same with esteban whoever made esteban on tiktok bless your soul that is actually so good uh no i think it's so funny especially since like Alonzo's just, like, one of your your older classics, so, like, seeing these TikToks of him just makes it even funnier. This man is 43. He's, he's what, 43? Yeah, he's, no, he's 42. He's born in 81. Okay, math, 42. hold on. He's 42. Okay. RT math. RT math. We can't do math. <laughs> um, also, this is the interview I was talking about. Lewis was asked about George's P3. Mm, okay, I didn't about see George's this. P3, and Lewis goes... Has nothing to do with me, but good. It's good for the team. I was like, 
Oh my gosh. Who was this interview with? I don't know. It was a post-race interview. I don't know where, who it was with, but he was not happy. And like, usually he'd be like, oh, it's a good for George. I'm happy for George. And I'm just like, damn, homie's really going through. But I feel like also because like everyone's been like on his behind recently with like, I guess with like the whole stuff with Angela as well. But geez, I feel like that's not a response. That response is giving Red Bull. It's giving, it's giving it Red Bull It actually kind of made me uncomfortable. Damn. I was like, I didn't expect it coming from Lewis. And one thing that like, Everyone's like, I want him to enter his reputation era, blah, blah. And I'm like, I want the same respect for Lewis. Like, yeah. I know you probably get sick of it at one point, but, like, that's what I like about him is his class. But I just have a feeling that he's just not. I just you don't understand. That breaking like, point? Yeah, but I don't understand why. Mm. Like, I get the car is bad. But, like, I don't know. The car is bad. We know that. George knows that, too. The car is bad. George knows, too, that the car is bad. And I get that Lewis helps a lot more to improve the car. Right. Like, he works with the team a lot. But I'm just, like, Lewis is just always constantly so upset about how bad the car is. Like, just drive it. Like, I'm not I'm not saying you shouldn't no. try to improve it, but you're just, like, constantly complaining about how bad it is. And I know you want a championship-winning car and you're used to winning. But, like, things happen. And this is just how the sport works. And I love Lewis, but this is where I'm kind of, like... <laughs> Uh, why are we complaining so much? Like, I get that it's frustrating and you've been made promises, but things happen. It's, and I'm not team George in the situation or team Lewis. There's no teams for me, but I'm just like head down hammer time, man. Like what mm-hmm. happened to that? Yeah. It's reminding me of when we were talking about like the whole thing of like Mercedes isn't used to not being able to throw money at their problems. Exactly. So they don't know how to handle it. And this is like kind of giving the result of that. Cause I remember saying like, they're not able to like fix the situation as easily as they would. And now like they're dealing with those repercussions and it's not going well. But yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not liking this energy. Like I don't want to be team George, but Lewis, you're making it kind of hard right now. <laughs> I don't think, I don't think George is sometimes the things George says, I'm like, what are you mm. saying, bro? But I just think I'm losing my love for Mercedes at this point. It's kind of disappointing. Honestly, both Red Bulls, both Ferraris, both Mercedes, and both Alpines were in the points. Yeah. And you know what I have to say? Both Astons should have been in the points. That should have been Lance up there. Because no, oh. it, it really broke my heart to just see Lance like that. And I was like, gosh, it was the way I really thought. Like, I really thought Lance would be on the podium this race. I really did. Um, Honestly, I still can't believe neither Ferraris have had a podium in the second race of the season. And I know it's like only a second race of the season, but it's, it's Ferrari. A, it's Ferrari. It's the second race of the season. You'd expect one of them to be up there. Yeah. And they're not. And it's kind of just like, you know, we asked for something different this season. I don't know if this is what I wanted. This is not what we went by something different at Ferrari. Worse, not what we expected. I'm just praying for Australia because mm. Charles won in Australia last year. The so Aussie hopefully that can Grand happen Prix. again. Yeah. But I don't know. McLaren ended P15 and P17. So. Karma is my boyfriend. I know Oscar is punching the air right now without both of the Alpines and the points. He fumbled. So my hot take for this week actually is that McLaren is fumbling hard. And I hope Danny Rick is enjoying his like 18 million from Zach and is munching on that Red Bull catering. <laughs> that's my hot take for this week. I don't know if that's a hot take. I think you're just speaking facts. <laughs> my hot take, I kind of already said it, but I think Lewis is going to be mm. really done with the team soon if it's a repeat of last year and they can't fix the car. Right. And I say this every time and it's kind of really a hot take, but... I want Lance to fight at the top. Gosh. It's his time to shine. Like, I've been 
a hidden land span for too long. And now I can Come finally out, speak, speak my truth. truth. <laughs> like, I've been defending this man my entire, like, ever, not my entire life. How long have I been into Formula One? Like, like not even a year. But I've been defending that man since day one. I love that man. That man deserves better, and I can't wait to see him on a podium soon. I'm hoping potentially maybe some, like, Lance and, like, Ferrari competition based on, like, how Ferrari's uh, currently performing. Charles and Lance fighting on the track would be so great because they are, like, the people's princesses. They're, like, the Princess Dianas of Formula One. Like, I'm not, I, I love them. I would do anything for them. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Ash and I always have, like, a lot of hot takes and drama, and we can't always fit that into one episode. That's why next episode you should tune in to see all of our hot takes and all of our out-of-pocket. For when we will channel our inner F1 gossip girl. Um, being accepted should. to that account was actually a rite of passage. That was great. That was the biggest W for us as a, <laughs> as a, as a company. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Or watching. Or however you choose to stream this. We will see you next week when we get into the nitty gritty. Bye.